It's a, it's that uh, crazy time of year. Bam, we're live. We did it. Yeah. Look at people in the ch people in the chat. Look at this. Uh, how many burpees are we uh, making Sevon do for being late? Jeez. Fifteen. <laughs> Thank you. That's 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 a palatable amount. Fifteen is good. Um, are are you home? Uh no, I'm actually out in Utah. Oh, okay. Those. How about those I think stairs? There is. You're 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 pretty broken up. How's your how's your signal? Are you on your phone? Yeah. I mean it says I'm it says mine's all the way up. Let me get off of Wi Fi and see if that Yesterday I did a podcast with um Bronislaw in Poland. He looked like he was parked out in the middle of a field and the connection was amazing. Oh, I know exactly what your question is, Jake Chapman. I have a question for Spencer. I, I know. I know. Yeah. I know you do. Is that better? Uh, yeah. Now, now they're saying I have to do 50 burpees because of this delay. Great. Is that good? Yeah, that's perfect. Sweet. Thank you. How's that for you? Did the delay go away? Yeah. Awesome. Hey, stairs like that, does that interfere with your training? Are you like, if like you have to go up and down those an extra 10 times? Uh, as long as there's a bathroom up there. <laughs> <laughs> um, are you, why are you in Utah? Training, vacation? What are you doing? Uh, my coach is out here, so it gave me a chance to come out and work one-on-one -on -one with him. And, and who's that? Uh, Nick Fowler. Oh, that's right. That's right. Okay. So you're in Salt Lake City. Yeah, I'm out here. Uh, Arthur uh, Seminoff's out here too. Oh, how's his English? Um, it's getting better. I mean, it's definitely a little challenging, but it's getting better. Um, he's coming on uh, tonight, and I'm just dreading it like like no other. Like like I cannot fucking believe I'm gonna have to deal with the translator. <laughs> oh, is there a translator coming on? Yeah, that's smart, probably right. Yeah, definitely. Crazy. God, I'm, su I'm such a uh, prima donna. I just don't want to speak to anyone who doesn't speak English. <laughs> How is he? I, I saw a photo of you with Nick Fowler on your Instagram. I wonder if I can find it. And there's a dude standing next to you, but I can't see his face. Is that Seminoff? Yeah, that's him. Oh, is he big? Oh, he's massive. I'm like, uh, I'm so small next to both of them. <laughs> Uh, who, who and next to Fowler also? Yeah. Let me see if I can find that picture. Oh, here. Uh, is this it? Oh yeah, this is him. Yeah, he's huge. He's massive. Let's see if I can pull this up. That's the dude. Yeah. Shit, I had no idea he was big like that. Look at his feet; they're even like fucking skis. <laughs> How big is he? Um, probably like six two. And and wow, in that that's funny. I, I haven't heard anyone talk about his size. Um, is in he, that dude Nick Fowler was um Roman's coach for a, for a minute too, right? Basically got Roman to the games. Yeah, he he worked with Roman. Yeah, cool. Well, shit. And are you at elevation? Um, it's a little bit of elevation. Um, I'm training at Chris Spieler's gym. Oh, okay. Do you see him? Uh, I'll see him here and there. I think he was traveling. 
Does he jump in any workouts? No, he hasn't jumped in any yet. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's say you had a workout you were doing and he wanted to jump in. What's the etiquette on that? Could he? Oh, definitely. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's a workout with the CrossFit OG for sure. <laughs> and, 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 and put it to him and spank him. It depends what it is. That means good at body weight stuff. <laughs> hey, is this the first time you've ever? Oh, no. You, I was going to say, is this the first time you've seen him? But you saw him when you were a kid. You saw him all the time. Yeah. Yeah, I got to events. see him. I got to see him. I saw him uh, his last year he competed in California. Okay. Okay. Um, second year to the games. You're, you, you, are you pretty pumped? Two consecutive years? Yeah, I'm really excited. Excited uh, to show up and uh, – showcase what i've been doing um, tell me about the semifinals. um you you made it by the, the skin of your teeth right yeah um is is there is there a reason for that um i i feel like my fitness didn't really showcase um or i feel like the leaderboard didn't really showcase where my fitness was at um i had some issues with my sled in event one which was really frustrating and um it just put me kind of at a deficit um, through the rest of the weekend, but just happy I was able to to get it done. When, when you took twelfth, um, when you take twelfth, is there anything that gives you um, solace? Like, well, fuck, uh, um, Justin shit the bed too. Like, do you get to do? Do you say that to yourself? I mean, at the end of the day, it's just getting to the games, and then the leaderboard resets. Um, I mean, there's been, I mean. Justin's first year, he won the games. He didn't win his semifinal. Um, but, yeah, I think it's it's just getting to the games, and there's a lot more events at the games. Um, I, it's, it's, it's frustrating when, I mean, for me, I felt like something kind of out of my control happened. But, again, our, our sport's still growing, and stuff, stuff happens, and it's just really being able to, to overcome that and, and really show up in the rest of the events. There's – it's it's not a one event weekend for a reason. Um, it, it, what about the 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 kind of workouts that there are? Like, I would have not thought in a million years that Luke Parker would have beat you at the semifinal. <laughs> and, yeah, that's not a dig at him. He's just it's his it's his first. You know, he's just coming off a team, and I just wouldn't think that he could beat someone like you. Yeah, I, I mean, I think uh, when I look at it, it's. I mean, the average, I think somebody put out the average weight of the games athlete this year was like, it was like 6'2", 207 or something crazy like that. Um, so I think, obviously, as you get more events, you're going to be able to, to test more things. And um, I definitely think there was like a little bit more of like a bias towards like a, a bigger, higher output athlete over the course of semifinals. Um, but I mean, that's, I mean, that's just where the test was this year. And um Really, it's 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 getting to the games and being able to successfully do that. I mean, tell me about that fifty uh, first place. That is that is bizarre, right? Yeah, it's I was like, like twelve minutes faster in training when I did it. Twelve minutes. Yeah, I was like just under twenty. It was like I think it was just under twenty or twenty, some somewhere in there. Um, and then I got capped. I like I would have been well over. I think it was a thirty minute cap, um, but I would have been well what? over thirty minutes. What was the workout again? It was three machines and then, and then some, what was the other? Yeah, I believe it was uh three K, three K bike, um, sled pull, two K oh, run, right. and then a one K ski and then sled pull. 
and, and your sled got your sled came off its its piece of toilet paper. <laughs> no, my like I mean, they were sliding off a little bit, but like my buckle like kept rolling underneath it. Um, so I tried to go up and fix it, and then I'd fix it, and then I'd pull it again, and it would just roll back underneath it. So I was like pulling the sled as like the buckle was underneath it, if that makes sense. Yeah, and and did it did it feel um did it feel weird? I mean, it felt like a one rep pull every time. I mean, I, I pushed the bikes in training. I was like, oh, like, this will be fine. Like, I'm going to push the pace a little bit. Um, it was supposed to be a pretty good event for me. Like, I've been working so hard on the machines. And then I got to the sled and I was like, oh, man, like, this is not what it's supposed to feel like. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. If it, I mean, that that is uh, bizarre. 51st and 12 minutes faster in training. That's a trip. What was um when you come off the field like that? What is um is Nick there? Is Fowler there? Yeah, he was there. What's he say to you? Um, I mean, there's nothing you can really say. There's no uh, there's no good advice. There's, I mean, there's there was six events, so there's still five more events to really make up for it. And um, we were the first semifinal. There was sixty athletes, so nobody really knew how the leaderboard was going to be. So it was. Would it be possible to come back? Absolutely. But it's it's how how are the rest of the events going to play out? Because we've never seen a 60-person roster uh, in place. Yeah, just from a from a quick glance to show you how, just to, how big of a hole you had to dig out of, every single person above you, the worst they ever got in a workout there is a 29th. Yeah, I think the hardest thing was, so you dug out of a crazy hole, dude. A crazy. Yeah. I wonder if any. I wonder if anyone made it to the games this year, at a like at a real semifinal. I don't. You know, not Africa or or Asia, where where they got a fifty first and made it. I wonder if you dug out of the biggest hole. Well, it's like somebody like Guy, because um, I, I don't know. If, I don't know what happened. If something happened to his letter or what, but like there weren't enough athletes to get in between. Uh, between him in order to jump back up. I think he could have won out the rest of the competition. And I think it still would have been really hard for him to, to qualify. So like, that's what's, I mean, that's, there's like perks and benefits to, to being in a, I mean, a stacked field because you're going to be able to see it. Uh, you're going to be able to see it change. Um, I, I love, I love your optimism and, and you actually, and you did it. Um, someone is saying Sydney Wells. Yeah. I remember, I wonder what hers was. I wonder if she took a last, I remember it was pretty crazy that she made it. Yeah. I think she, she had a pretty big comeback and I think, uh, Bailey rail had a pretty big one too. Um, g overall something like that p positive for your career, right? I mean, th there, that's going to be the biggest, um, did, did anything weird happen after that? Did you cry after taking a 51st? Like how do no. you? No, no. I uh, I think it did was you just, did you did the voice come in? You're fucked. You're not making it. Uh, I mean, I'd be lying if I said that didn't come in. Um, but it's really just putting your head down, and I mean, all you can do is really just give it your all, and wherever the cards fall, they fall. Um, but I just knew I I I knew it was a good weekend for me. Um, and I just needed to go out and execute. But I will say it it forced me. Like when you're in a position like that, you you I don't want to say you can't take a risk, um, but it's it's harder to really go out there and like throw it all out in one event because you can't you can't have another placing like that. So it's I I need to ride the line, but I still need to be a little bit conservative. 
um, because you know, second grade Spencer Pancheck is in there. Is like uh, Spencer, uh, this is you from the second grade. I can do math, and I'm doing some simple math here, and you're fucked. Uh, you should uh, <laughs> go out and hang out with Saxon and Scott for the. I mean, you can't not. It can't not creep in. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and so you yeah. have to kick that voice's ass. So you, you do you do you talk back to that, or you just push it away? You just, let, just or you just. I just push it away. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> You're fucking in the second grade. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Hey, do um does Scott say anything to you, or or uh, Saxon? Are they there? Like, does Saxon be like, dude, the family name, dude? I already fucked up. I already. Yeah, I mean, I mean, with, with what <laughs> happened to Saxon, it was definitely a little bit more motivating because I'm like, we got to keep our name. We got to keep our name in the sport. Um, it's like somebody, somebody has to make it. We got to keep the streak going. Um, so that was definitely a little bit more motivating. But, um, yeah, I mean, it was just really just putting my head down and just going. Like, I've been in – like, I've had this happen to me in a couple competitions, and I've fallen short like, probably, like, two years in a row. Um, so it's just – it's it's really just going and, and just leaving it out on the floor in every event. That being said, you brought up a really good point. So of these events, you were saying that, like, you had to really be smart. Yeah, there were there was no room for risks. Um, can you give me an example of what that would be? Is that like the? I mean, you had a great, what a great uh, snatch, two eighty five. Congratulations, that's badass. <laughs> but, but but would you have tried two ninety? Is that an example? Or um, yeah, I would have tried. I probably would have. I would have jumped. For, I, I think I would have probably tried to take one more lift, but I probably would have jumped to like two ninety or two ninety five. Um, but and that's I just, all I, because of that first place finish. Yeah, I mean, I knew two seven or I knew two eighty five would have been good i knew it would have been conservative but i knew i could hit it and and um how about also i'm thinking on um what's the which was the linda one that was event three yeah i'm guessing on event three you have to you took 10th i'm guessing there's a a spot where you're on the bench or something and you're like i could squeeze out one more rep Ah, better not what if i get stopped and you have and you took a rest um no, not so much. I mean, I, I needed to throttle it down. I think Linda was one. It was really challenging to be in the second heat on because um, you're not feeding. Like, I, I think it was me and Tyler Christopher. We were one and two in our heat. Um, and, like, we were kind of battling it back and forth. But, like, when I went back in and, and watched it, I think there were, like, five or six other people that were within, like, five seconds of us. Um, so, like – I, I think whenever you're in that final heat, you're able to really push off of each other a little bit more. It's, um, I don't want to say easy to fall asleep, but you become almost complacent. You're like, ah, oh, like I'm winning this heat or I'm like, I'm doing well in this heat. Um, and it's just, yeah, it, it kind of hurts you a little bit. I felt like in Linda and then the 800 meter run were like two events where I was in like a, I don't want to say a slower heat, but I wasn't feeding off of, faster times uh, um and and then you go look at event number five um you took 20th that was that's your second worst finish of yeah that the, was the run so that was the eight snatches and then the run yeah that was one i just was too conservative on and once i realized that it, it was too late meaning you're on the runner you have 100 meters left and you're like shit i i i have more I, in the tank i'm gonna finish I, the tank with a little something in there yeah. And that was yeah, just, cr- that just wasn't the event to do that on. Um, when I did that in training, I ran too hard and blew up. So I was like trying to find that line and 
it was too conservative there, too hard in training. So it's just finding that middle ground. Dude, look how close that is too. Um, uh, 16th place, 313, 19th place, 314. Uh, or no, sorry, 16, 313, 17, 314, um, 18, 316, 19th place, 317. Oh, right by Tyler Christopher again. Wow. And then, uh, and then, uh, and then you're just a second, you're less than a second after that. Holy shit. I mean, you're, you're, uh, 24 <coughs> one hundredths of a second. After yeah. Tyler Christopher. And then the guy after you comes in right basically at the same time as you, Nate Ackerman. Yeah, that event was crazy because there was, I mean, no matter where you were, I mean, anybody could have done well in that event. Yeah, was, six guys, six guys came in in like three seconds. Yeah, that one was, that one was a close event for sure. <laughs> Spencer, when you take that 20th, are you tripping again? Um, I didn't really you remember that anything. Yeah, I do remember it. Um, I didn't really think too much into that event. I just finished and I was like, man, like, I, like I, I messed that one up. Um, but I knew the next event would have been a real, was going to be a really good event for me. So I knew I'd be able to make up some, some points there. And then, and then the events over and you're, you're basically sitting there on the, um, the event's over and you're just waiting for them to like announce who's going to go. How, how, how nerve wracking is that? Do you know, does someone yell at you? Don't worry, dude, you made it. Or, or does someone tell you, Hey, you didn't make it. No, I just, I, I knew who I needed to beat in that workout. And if I beat them, I was fine. Um, so like, I, I, I knew when I finished, um, so like that definitely took that definitely took a little bit of the stress off me. But like last year, I was in the same position and I didn't know I didn't know how I did. Um, and then it hit me whenever they announced it. Um, uh, for some people, it's crazy emotional, especially the person who's on the cut. Was it crazy emotional for you too? Were you overwhelmed with emotion? It's always emotional qualifying. It's just it's it's um it's a very difficult process um, getting back to the games and. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's being grateful every time you do it. It's just, it's, it's a blessing. Uh, Elise Carr Riddell, I don't know where this question's coming from. This is a weird question. I apologize. Uh, Spencer, will you let Sevon cover you in the behind the scenes? I, I mean, if I were, if there, if I were to be there, I'd love it. <laughs> well, so wow. Flattered. Thank you. You're crazy. Elise. I never leave my office. Why would I, why would I be going? I do have a ticket <laughs> to Chicago, which is kind of weird. <laughs> um uh Heidi Kroom is Saxon coming to the games? Um he said he was. He said I don't know what day he's getting out there, but he said he'd be out there. He, um, he better be out there. <laughs> I, I I'm um I'm I'm projecting, but I think all of us when we think of you and um Scott and Saxon, we just think you guys all share one brain. So like if yeah. you have it like like if you sit down for a steak you're like guys I'm eating a steak and then you hang, you know what I mean like like you guys are in communication just every second. It's so funny because we'll walk into the gym and because um, Scott and I both work with Born Primitive and like we'll walk in and we're literally wearing the same outfit like every time. <laughs> you know what's a trip is you you well because we all knew Scott first before we knew you you guys um, it's it's like you guys are turning into him. Like when I was, when I was yesterday, when I was researching you and like going through and look at all your Instagram posts, my brain wants to say you're Scott. 
Like <laughs> as you get older and older, you look more and more like him. But I mean, it's the only reason why I think like that is because he came first, right? Yeah. We get called yeah. each other's names all the time when we're like competing or traveling. It's like, hey, does Scott, your mom, hey, Zach, hey Spence. <laughs> does your mom do it too? No, she doesn't do it. Oh, because I'll I'll do that. Like I'll get angry at one kid, and I'll say the 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 other two kids' names first, and then finally get to the right name. You know what I my mean? My dad, my dad will do it. <laughs> yeah, like he wants to yell at Spencer. He's like, Scott, don't do Zach Spencer. Yeah, that's how I get. I'm just get all fucking flustered. <laughs> yeah. And shit. It's like, ah, you can't be mad anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, you, you have a, you have a kid. I do not. You know, no, it, it's you, okay. Does. It's Saxon does. Okay. Well, congratulations. Good. Smart. Um, <laughs> uh, do you have, uh, um, are, are you married? I'm getting married right after the games. No shit. Yeah. Two weeks um, after. And, and how long have you been with your fiance? Two years. What, what, uh, what, why do you think you're getting married? Mm, do you like the way I, I said that? Why do you think? <laughs> why do I think? <laughs> I think it's time. <laughs> um, and, and is something you're excited about? Very excited. Very excited. It'll be, it'll be fun. And then, um, and then you'll start. Do you guys have plans? Like, uh, you know where you'll live, you'll have a kid, you'll get a dog, you'll like, is there, is there, or is it just like, yo, getting married's enough? Getting married is enough right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And 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 how is it being an uncle? Saxon has one kid, and Scott has one kid, or Scott has two now. Uh Scott has two, and then Saxon has two twin girls. Oh, right. Okay. Thank you. I, I I do remember that. So you have four nieces and nephews. Are you enjoying being an uncle? I love it. I mean, my oldest brother has four kids too. So, um, I love being an uncle. It's so much fun. <laughs> Is who's what's your older brother's name? Sean. Is he? Um, oh, all S's. Everybody's. Yeah, there's six of us. Sean Spencer, Scott Saxon, Steve, and Shayna. Oh shit! Wow. Um. Well, does the whole? Oh, okay. Bye. See you. I wonder if did you take the whole family there. If you're a games athlete, is it? Um. I wonder if it's like being married or, or having a wedding. Everyone in the family feels obligated to come because it's kind of big. She's a twin too. I think Saks, I think, Sa I think, I wonder if they have two sets of twins. That would be crazy. Hey, do you have know two sets happens. of twins? <laughs> are are um, Shana uh, and Steve twins? No. You're the only twins. Uh, yeah, we're the only twins. And you guys are identical twins? Yeah. W were the um were Scott's kids identical? Uh Scott doesn't have twins. Uh, sorry, were Our Saxons were, were, were <laughs> Saxons were, were Saxons kids I um identical? Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Twins are God. Is he was he stoked? Did you ever talk to his wife about that? Was she stoked or was she tripping? Well, she's a twin too, but they were so excited. Oh, that's what someone was saying in the comments. She's a twin too. Holy yeah. shit. Okay. Yeah. Okay. There we go. Okay. Thank you, Jessica. Everyone getting me up to on, onto that pan check uh, trivia. Hey, so when you get married, I'm a, like people in the family, like, like feel obligated to go, right? All your siblings are like, yay, congratulations. And then they get off the phone with you. They're like, fuck, I got to rework my schedule. I got to. <laughs> Is the games like that too? 
do your siblings all feel obligated um to come to uh madison no, I, no. It, it used to be like that <laughs> and, and then what happened life sets in people got yeah. jobs and kids and yeah, everybody has uh, everybody has a family, which is totally understandable. But again, it's my job, and I'm not going and watching them do their job. <laughs> so you're cool with it? Yeah, I'm fine with it. I get it. My sister, she'll be on her honeymoon then. Um, what about um, your wife's family? Do they come to Madison? Uh, I don't think. I think her sister might be coming to Madison. Um, most of those guys work, so they'll. I mean, they'll pop to like Wadapalooza and some other events. Like they were at semifinals. How does your um, how how is your wife doing with you going to the games for the second year in a row? Pumped, stoked yeah, for you? A, yeah, she's excited. She'll do everything she can uh, to help me and just take some stress off. Is she? Is she a um? How how involved is she? Is she like? Does she know the ins and outs of your of your CrossFit career? Yeah, is she she does. So she's a bit of a fan too. Like, like when I talked to Jake Gazan, Alex's husband, he's like not only the husband, but he's a huge fan of his wife. Is she a huge fan too? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, because she she came out here to Utah with me. She works remotely, so she's able to come and uh, do everything with me, which is awesome. Yeah, you like that? Yeah. If if you didn't, if you needed to go somewhere and sh and you didn't want her to come, would you tell her like when, when I told my mom I'm going to? Uh, I better rephrase this. If I if I tell my mom something like, "Hey, I'm going to," or even my wife, I'm going to go film something somewhere. Let's say I'm going to, I don't know, Paris to film something. They they might say, "Oh, can I come?" And I and I'll be like, uh, "No, it's, <laughs> fucking, it's fucking work. No, you can't come. I'm up at five a.m. Get home at ten p.m. and you're just gonna stress me out." Yeah, I mean, there'll be times like, I mean, we'll have a conversation about it if if we don't think it's a good choice. But, um, yeah, I mean, we're just very transparent with each other. Yeah. Yeah, that's huge. Because it's, it's not that you don't want them to come. It's just like, it's like you're trying to make this like streamlined as best as fast as you can so you then can get back and yeah. back to your life. Yeah, because, I mean, there's some stuff that we'll do where like, oh, man, like this will be a cold trip or this one's more. I'll be there for 24 hours. Like it's not really worth it. <laughs> how old are you, Spencer? 27. In in how how many years did you try to make it to the games before you um made it last year? I mean, in my head, I've said it. I've said it since Scott went in 2012. Um, no shit. It, that, when you were that young, <laughs> was it realistic? No. <laughs> um, but I I feel like that's what really drove me because I was always chasing his numbers and. Um, until you I were 15 then you were 15, uh, right? Somewhere in there. What year uh, were you born? Are you born in 97? 96. 96. Okay. So you were like, yeah, 50, 60. So from 16 years old, you were like determined. Yeah, I was really, I was really young. Um, and definitely wasn't realistic. I don't think until I was like probably 20. It's just, I think the guys it's, it's, we don't really grow into our bodies and get that man strength until you hit your twenties. I feel like, <laughs> And so did you ever see the um, – I'm, I'm guessing at some point you were certain you were – like were you certain like at 19 years old? Were you certain, okay, it's inevitable that I'd go to the games? And then did that ever dim like, um, like before last year? Were you ever like, fuck, I might not – this might not happen? Yeah, I mean I feel like it, it's dimmed a little bit. Um, 
like I went in like tried to do like different things and I just kept getting pulled back into CrossFit. It's just, it's an addiction to me. Like I can't, I can't stop. I, I, I didn't want to leave it. <laughs> so, so a couple of years ago before you made it to games, there was a chance where you, you let your brain go like, okay, maybe I should do this. Well, I went, so I went in, um, I did like the police Academy. Um, cause I thought that was something that I wanted to do alongside CrossFit. And, um, then I was like, no, like I'm not like, I'm not stopping this. And I came back and, yeah, I just I, I couldn't give it up. Like I couldn't walk away from it. How was the police academy? Tell me about that. How far how far down did you make it? Um, I made it really far in, and then I, I ran into some issues with our gym. We lost like because uh, I had a, an affiliate with my twin brother Saxon, and we lost a couple coaches. So I ended up having to pull out of the academy to go back into running the gym. And then once I got back in there, I was like, no, like I like I need to stick to CrossFit. Like this is like this is what I want to do. Is that um, – are, are you good at managing stress? That sounds crazy stressful to me. Like be doing the academy and then have to pull out and then you lose some coaches and then to make a life decision to go back to wanting to go to the game. Sounds – Yeah, it was really stressful Like, because I had to drive an hour into it. So I was up at like 3.34 in the morning and then I'd go in. I'd get out at three, coach classes, and then train and then do it again. Um, so I did that for probably like – three or four months. And then I was like, I need to like, once I ran into that issue with the coaches in the morning, um, I ended up coming back in and, and doing some of those classes. And it's like, this is what I need to do. And you just pull, you just pull out of the Academy. You just tell your instructors, Hey, I'm, I'm out. Yeah, it was really, it was really hard to do because I don't like walking away from anything, but at the same time, I felt like I was walking away from CrossFit too. Um, and that was like, that was, I just felt like that was where I belonged. Um, I feel like I was given like these gifts to, to be like an athlete. And like, we were going through like the PT tests and stuff like that. And um, for me, it was really hard um, because a lot of those guys couldn't pass the PT test. So like, I mean, I offered a free membership to everybody that was in my class or everybody that was oh. in the Academy to come into my gym. And um, like, I, that was how I wanted to give back and uh, really help those guys out because I don't know. I felt like I was being called in that direction for a reason. And I think it was more so on the fitness side of it. So, um, yeah, I ended up offering a membership to a lot of the people in the, uh, the Academy so that they could finish their, uh, their PT test and pass. Even, even though, even though you were leaving, you still offered it to them. Yeah. I mean, some of them were coming in before and then, um, yeah, I just let everybody come in and, uh, some people did, some people didn't. It's just, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah and, and when you say that you, it sounds like what you're trying to say is that they made a mistake. Like, Hey dude, if you want to become a police officer, you should take me up on this and, and get in shape. It's, it's yeah, paramount I to the job. Yeah. And I think uh, with first responders, I think fitness is the most important thing. Um, Cause I actually went through, I did like my EMT before the police Academy, like two or three years before, because I felt like I was being pulled in that direction too. Um, when I was younger, we had an accident and the firefighters, um, we fell off, Saxon and I fell off a cliff when we were younger and the firefighters, uh, they weren't fit enough to get us off the, uh, the cliff. They couldn't carry the stoke baskets up. Um, so my brother ended up carrying the stoke baskets up to us and they're like, my back hurts. Like, I can't do this. And it's like, this is your job. Like, like how, how can you, how can you step in and, and try and save people's lives if, if you don't feel like you're fit enough? Um, so like, that was, that was why I was really kind of led into the direction of like first responders. But 
I believe I have a bigger platform to be able to do that through CrossFit and social media and um, yeah, like really being able to like spread awareness of how important it is to be healthy, to do your job. I can't remember who it was either you or Saxon. The first time I interviewed you gave me a very, gave us all a very detailed account of that. It was probably Saxon <laughs> of that event. It was a wild fucking story, but I don't remember that part. So you're telling me that, there was a basket that they had to put you in to pull you up off the, and, and it was near, near death, uh, experience you guys had. And, um, you tell me that they had to, which one of your brothers carried the basket there? Steve. No he, shit. He, Cause it was like, it was like a cliff and then like, it was like a hill so then uh -huh. it like dropped off to a cliff. And then there was like another hill that came up to it. Um, so like he showed up at the accident. He was actually the first one to find us, believe it or not. And he wasn't even there hiking with you guys? Because mm -mm. I called 911, and all I saw was a railroad track. So he ran down there and was running, running. <clears throat> he was running like the railroad track and was able to find us first. Holy shit. Hey, <laughs> when, when they couldn't do that, carry the basket to you, and he offered, did they push back at first, you know, or did they just accept his help? I think he just grabbed it and went. That one guy said, I think the one guy's like my back or something like that. And I think he just grabbed it and went. Holy shit, dude. That's crazy. And and you that story sticks with you, and that's why you, that that story has obviously influenced you. That stuck with you. Yeah, I feel like that that's I felt like I had a calling to like go in and do something with the first responders. And I think that's what I wanted to do. Uh that's why I kind of kept stepping away from CrossFit, but I feel like there's a bigger plan to be able to keep doing CrossFit and really just spread awareness of fitness. Um, and I, I like, I'm not, I love first responders. Like my, my, my oldest brother's a police officer. Um, and I, I think there's, there's like, I, I just think it needs to be a priority to, to really put your health first in order to do your job. Um, and uh, yeah, I just think uh, I, I, I know the schedule so hard with what those guys do. And I just wish, uh, like departments and stuff would give these guys like more time to be able to really prioritize that because I feel like when you step out, it's like you have your family time and it's just a very overwhelming job. Um, wh where's your brother a cop at? Uh, he's in Pennsylvania. In every way it helps everyone, the better shape they're in. In yeah. every in every fucking way, just it, it's kind of like um, uh, I uh, I was at the park the other day and there was a couple kids getting crazy there, young kids, you know, six seven years old, and my my son was there and he was with a bunch of his friends and one of the kids started getting like crazy and violent and hitting all the other kids, and I remember all the other kids like getting aggressive back, but my son's yeah. been doing martial arts fucking. I don't know, five, six, seven days a week for three or four years. And he just went over and kind of disarmed the kid, like put his arm around him, took the stick away from him, teased him, picked him up over his shoulder and carried him. Didn't even know the kid, but just <laughs> is so confident in his movements and in his body. And it's like, yeah, you get a cop out there who's in fucking amazing shape, feels fucking amazing. And someone's losing their shit. They don't have to go straight to fucking, Hey, we got to fucking grab a gun or a taser or the spray. Right. I mean, yeah. Like blade. One of the guys in the audience here, he's six, two, he's in fucking great fucking shape. You see him and you're like, all right, I'm not going to fuck around. Yeah. You know what I mean? He shows up with this fucking little police uniform on. 
Yeah. 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 And I think there's, I mean, there's a lot of people that really, I think, uh, Alex, uh, Vina, or is that, his, is that yeah yeah he's a cop right right I think he's right, a right, cop too. right so like it's, it's possible to really be able to to do it all um but yeah i just think i think health is just like the number one thing i think when you look at, at at these first responders jobs like you have people's lives in your hands and i think that's such a priority to put your health first it, it, it's funny too what sucks is is that could be that could be that could be driven by the general public like if they gave if they truly gave a shit like they say stuff like cops need more training or more this or more that but how about just giving them the fundamental respect to like let them get in shape yeah like the people at facebook have a fucking cafeteria with shit food in it why not make cafeterias for all the cops where there's like good food in it <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh michael banyan banyan good luck spencer Oh shit, Thank that's you. a lot of money. <laughs> do you know who that is? I do not. Oh. Thank you, Michael. Shit. Like he's got an OG shirt on. That's what's up. <laughs> um the a lot of the people who've been coming on the show have been saying that this is the hardest training they're doing now of the year, just leading up to the games. Is that your story too? Yeah, I just said um yesterday was like my peak training day. So we'll start going into a taper leading into the games. Um, but yeah, I was like, man, like, cause I flew home for a wedding and then I ended up coming back here. So I was like home for like 24 hours and I was just like, Oh my goodness. Like what is going on? <laughs> Spencer, why do that? Why, why fly home? Why not like, um, just tell the wedding people, Hey, I just can't. It was my sister. Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you is there anything positive about it like are you glad you did it like you get to is there is there any recharge is there anything um redeeming about it you get to hug your mom and get a little energy off of her you get to see your fan like or is it yeah, like it was, it? It, no it was perfect it was like a little i think this point of training it's like <clears throat> it gets a little bit like just really like mentally like grueling and um for me i just to, to like change up my environment it just it's really like energizing for me Oh, okay. Good. All right. I like to hear that. Uh, Bernie Gannon, uh, to close on the police thing. Uh, yeah, this is what I was trying to say. Thanks, Bernie, for summing up uh, my word salad. In police work, just being fit prevents bad situations. An obvious lack of fitness invites disrespect and potential physical challenges. Yeah. No, no. I don't respect anyone who's like holding up their pants while they're fucking t t talking to me. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're constantly doing that. Like a, it's, yeah. Humpty Dumpty's yelling at me. Sorry, dude. I'm not trying <laughs> yeah. to be a dick, but yeah, I wish it, I just wish it would be uh, prioritized, whether through the department or on their. I I think right now most people have to do it on their own, um, which like I mean that's your I mean that's your career path you picked. Um, so I agree. Uh, Elise Carr Radau, how rude to plan a wedding during game season. Heidi Krum, I agree. These people. <laughs> Uh, when, um, when, when do you head out to, um, Madison and, and where do you stay? Um, I'm leaving next Friday. So I end up getting an Airbnb out there. The 28th. Yeah. So I guess it's a couple days to just get used to like the, cause there's no humidity out here in Utah. So just to get out there and get used to some humidity. And, and you, and you see that the games now don't start on Wednesday with a Thursday off. It looks like they start on Thursday, the third, any, any implications like does that tell you anything no i mean i feel like in years past it's said one thing and we've done another thing or 
or they've done another thing. Um, so you're open to anything. You're open to it getting switched back to Wednesday anyway. Yeah. Last I mean, night. Okay. I feel like, I feel like at the games, it's always like a constant, the schedule's always changing. So just being ready for anything. And, um, in, in the Airbnb, uh, same one you had <laughs> last year. Ah, uh, no, I stayed in a hotel. I'm actually staying with Scott this year. Oh, and, and, and he's going masters. Yeah. Yeah. He'll be masters. And he'll be there with his, with uh, his with your sister in law. Yeah, yeah. So he's going. I think the Masters are Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Um, so I'll get a chance to pop in and watch him a little bit, and then we'll switch roles. Um, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. No shit. So, in, um, does he have a coach's pass? I think he does, but I'm not taking it because I don't. I don't want to commit, and I, I'll, I'll be doing other stuff too. So I'm gonna pop over when I can. But I mean, will he be back? Who who goes in the back for you? Is it Nick? Nick will be in the back for me. Yeah, Nick will be in the back. Awesome. And and did you have him last year? Oh, bye. See you. Nice talking to you. That was fun. Jelly's coming on. I know I'm saying his name wrong. I better figure that out in four minutes. I don't know why it keeps going out. <laughs> I like it. It gives me some alone time. <laughs> Um, and, uh, did you, was he your coach last year? Uh, Scott, Scott was in the back with me last year. So this is your first year with uh, Fowler. Yeah. So I had a chance to work with Nick at semifinals and, um, just the importance of being able to, uh, have some experience in the back together. This semifinals. Yeah. Okay. But, and how long has he been your coach though? Less than a year. Uh, I worked with him a little bit last year, um, but he didn't come to semifinals. So I ended up having Scott. Scott was in the back with me at the games last year. Awesome. All right, dude. Uh, thanks for coming on. Once again, I'm sorry about the 15-minute delay. Oh, you're good. Sorry about my thing going out. Set. Per perfect. I'm glad, the got the <laughs> I'm glad we got the connection. I'm glad we got the connection fixed. Was this whole interview on cellular? Uh, I think so. Yeah, that's. Oh, good. I had it. I had to take it off. Um, I don't know. The Wi-Fi kept going in and out. All right. Well, your cellular is awesome. All right, dude. Um, I hope to see you soon. Awesome. Thanks for having me on. I'll see you. Yep. Cheers. Bye. Bye. Uh, Spencer Panchik. Did I call him Scott at all at the end there? I thought maybe I fucked up and called him Scott. Uh, pool boy. Uh, tell Spencer to close his Pornhub tab. That'll help. Okay. Solid advice uh, ex from experience. Yeah, th I think this guy's name is Hella. Helly? Hella? But it's spelled Jelly. J-E-L-L-E. -L -L -E. You know why I was late? Do you want to know why? I don't really want to tell you guys why I was late. This dude who's, uh, this dude who's coming on might be the baddest dude at the games this year. Oh, there he is. There he is. Hey. Hello. God, I'm so sorry. What a jackass. You even sent the text that said 8 a.m. And then and then I was like, see you in 45 minutes. I'm sorry. No worries. <laughs> Ske schedule is crazy. Schedule is crazy. Are you in a dungeon? No, I just finished my workout five minutes ago. <laughs> That's me. Yeah, look at this. Long time ago. Hey, dude, 
you might be the toughest dude at the games this year. Toughest. Okay. Yeah, like if cool. there was a fight, you would. You, I, 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 my money would be on you. <laughs> Thanks. Um, are you kidding me, Andrew? He says that Noah could beat you up. Andrew Hiller says Noah could beat you up. Not better than Noah. I'm telling you. You're Can out Noah of your fucking. Fight? You're not. No, no, he can't fight. Maybe Noah has like a smile. He'll smile at you, and you won't be able to punch him because he's too nice. Yeah. <laughs> There's. N I've never heard of that superhero that could smile and stop a punch. <laughs> hey, will you pronounce your name for for me? I've been calling you Jelly. Yeah, that's my American name. <laughs> uh, what's your What's your real name? What What What's your mom call you? Yella. Yella. Like yes. the rapper, like Yellow Wolf, Yella. Probably yes, I don't know. <laughs> and uh, and and then say your last name for me. Uh, Hoste. And is that a um? In, in what country are you from? Belgium. And, oh. Um. That's the same company. Um. Uh. uh same company. Company. <laughs> I guess. I guess you could say that. It's the same country that uh, Mano uh, Anganese is at. Yes, indeed. We are in the two most utmost corners of the of the country. Let's say. But yeah, yes. your country's your country's only this big. You could still throw a rock and hit her house. Uh, if you compare it to the states, uh, probably yes. <laughs> in two hey. hours, you're in the other side of the country. Um. Uh, Yella. Do you speak Dutch? Yes, that's my uh, mother language. Yeah, okay, okay. And she's Italian. I don't think she spoke Dutch. She spoke um No, her French. native language is uh, French indeed. She's from yeah. the lower part of Belgium, and I'm from the upper part. Uh, you're going to the CrossFit Games. Yes, indeed. And and you won three events at the um semifinals. That's some that's some uh that's pretty crazy. Yeah. <laughs> if I reflect to it, uh, indeed. Everything well, went well. And um do, is this your uh is this your first was this your first year competing at that at that level? Had you ever competed at a, at a I don't know what they were before, at a semifinal or a regional whatever the fuck they call that? No, I. Uh, it was my first time at the semifinals. Yes. Yeah, this is nuts. L look at the people who were there: a uh, Lazar Jukic, Henrik Hapalainen, Moritz Fiebig. You took fourth. Are you tripping a little bit, or are you like, nope? I this is what I trained for. No, the results are what I expected. Because we had a lot of time to to practice it and to prepare for it, I didn't know where I would end up in uh, yeah, amongst the fields. Of course, uh, yeah, turned out good. <laughs> what can I say? I'm happy. You beat Janikowski and Bjorgvin Carl Gudmundsson in some workouts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and you finished above them. I mean, and these are kind of like the. Um... These are those are two of the best of the best. Are you the first guy from? Um, has anyone from Belgium ever made it 
to the games before? I mean, besides that year where everyone got to go? Uh, in this format, for sure. Like with the uh, semifinals and everything. But I there were some national champs who went to the games before from Belgium. Yeah. So in that regard, I was not the first one. But yeah, I also qualified as national champion in 2019 where they cut the field uh, because of Corona. And yeah, it doesn't have the same value to me if you qualify like through regionals or through national champion because Belgium is pretty small. And yeah, I agree. That's at least that's my opinion. <laughs> um, yeah, this, this, this is crazy. Uh, what, what was he doing? Let me see. Someone's uh, Lazar was blowing smoke. Oh, he was? Lazar was uh, talking some shit about Yella. Always. Was that on this podcast? <laughs> I can't I can't remember. Um uh, first place on the um machine sled pool uh workout. Any surprise there? Or are you like, yeah, I'm a big guy. What do you expect? Yeah, I felt very excited about that workout because it was all grunt work and machines and yeah actually dream workout for me so yeah they're all not good, good. And, and, then, and then you go to the fifth workout and, and you take first place again and that was the eight snatches um and and then the sprint 800 meter sprint i mean your snatching's good already you're you, you no problem with the snatches yeah i love snatches it's uh my favorite weightlifting movement let's say so yeah Snatching and running is also a good combo for me. <laughs> so the big guy can snatch and and run. And then the final workout, that was the um, bike, toes-to-bar, and then carry that bag. No no problem with the toes-to-bar for a big guy? Well, I struggled a bit with uh, with hitting the mat at every rep, the yeah, the flooring, because it was pretty low, the, the regional standards of the height. But yeah, I I love toast to bar and twenty unbroken is not a big issue. So it was basically how fast can you pull open the bike? I I I heard you say um, that you're one point nine meters, so that would be six feet, and uh, you're over six feet two inches tall, in, in in my language. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Are you like obviously tall? You walk into a room, like, do you is it rare that you see someone taller than you when you walk around during the day? Are you the tallest person you usually see? Yeah, usually I I don't have to look up a lot to, uh, yeah, uh, literally when I enter a room. God, this is my my brother in law is two meters and two, so that's yeah, that's the only guy I really have to look up to in the air <laughs> when I see him. And yet at six foot two, um, you're still extremely agile. Yeah. Crazy dude. It's going to, this is going to be so fun to watch you there at the games. Um, are, are, uh, yellow. Are you married? No, I'm uh, what just said before en engaged. So engaged. we're marrying next year. And um, do you guys live together? 
yeah, we've been together for 10 years now, 10 years and a half, and we live basically five years together. And how old, how old did you say you were? 28. 28. And you didn't start CrossFit till you were 21? Yeah, correct. Man. Did uh, good research. Um, the, I'm, I'm trying to understand this, this video here. This is your, this, this is a, a picture walking out of your house into your backyard. Yes, and correct. then, and then poof, a home gym. <laughs> yeah. So explain that to me. I don't understand this room. So this is your backyard looking. Shouldn't that be like, yeah. I don't understand this room. I've never seen a room like this in a house in America. You have a room downstairs that face that exits out to your backyard. That's a gym. <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, I started, yeah, because I have pretty busy schedule, and I started working out a little bit on the attic, uh, so the upper room in, in the house. But yeah, my wife sleeps. Under it, so when I do early workouts and I do double unders, it's not so pleasant. So then, yeah, I was playing with the idea of having a home gym in the in the backyard, and yeah, it turned out like kind of pool house without pool, and yeah, the only oh. requirement for my wife was was it had to be nice looking from the outside, and I just wanted to space outside without disturbing her sleep or the breaking the floor <laughs> in the house. So I think I understand this now. This this building is not attached to the house. No, no, it's like the house is here and then we have like yeah, 10 ah. meters of grass and then it's the it's the opposite of the backyard. It's the end of the backyard. No shit. So oh, now I get it. Yella, you have your own you built your own gym on your property. Yes, indeed. Wow, that's serious. You you did judo for fourteen years. Could you can you practice judo in there too, or have you kind of abandoned judo? Uh, I mixed it a bit in the beginning, but in the end, the the risks of getting injured or niggles are like too big if you take CrossFit seriously. So yeah, I abandoned it completely now. Hey, what's what's the worst injury you've had uh, during judo? You broken some fingers, broken a leg. I have a whole library of uh, documents with the doctor. Yeah. A lot of things broke three times my arm, basically every toe. Yeah, some, yeah, a lot of things, ligaments. Yeah, it's a high injury rate at judo. And and. Basically, you can't afford to have a broke. You can't break your hand or a even a couple fingers just fooling around with judo. It, it would just stop your CrossFit training, or or it would impede it dramatically. Yeah, and it it affects a lot the CrossFit in judo. When you break a toe, yeah, you can tape it together and yo. <laughs> yeah, you want some of this? <laughs> yeah, sorry. I'm at the gym. No, it, I didn't it, make it home at time, so I'm in the, yeah, I don't know, supply room or something. Storage where it's it's so you're not you're not training at home. You're at some like local affiliate. No, yes, I'm at the affiliate now. Uh, 
So it's <laughs> look, it, it, it's the everything room. There was there was a spot for little kids in there too. Yes, his car and his diapers. Um, you were. What's the highest uh, yellow? What's the highest level you took? This it's uh, it says you took a third place in the Belgium um, uh, Belgian Championships. So you took you yeah. took judo seriously. You took it to the highest level. Yes, but this year I uh, I was already not training a lot anymore. I just went with friends some sparring like one time a week. But here I was probably doing already a lot of CrossFit. And it was even a category higher. I didn't want to cut my weight anymore. Oh, but yeah, oh. let's say national level judo. I tried some like international competitions, European competitions, but it's a big uh, gap in, in level, let's say, to make uh, yeah, to make it there. What do you think? What do you think about the difference in in your sports? It, um, in judo, it's you. You're fighting against another guy. There's another guy trying to stop you, and in CrossFit, there isn't. It's just you, right? Yes, indeed. It's a. Uh, it's easier to train for sure because I was in yeah in a weight category, in a small country where we don't have a lot of partners. So there's a lot of travel to all the edges of the the country to to find good sparring partners, and then you have one or two. So in bigger countries, it's a bit easier. And yeah, for CrossFit, you just need a barbell and it weighs and stays the same everywhere you are. So, yeah. Cool. And, and do you like it that no one's trying to stop you from doing what you want to do? It's just you? It's all about you? Yes, and it's, it's all in your hands. And also, the outcome is mostly the same in CrossFit. Like, if you can do a certain amount of one movement or you lift a weight, you will probably be able to lift it. So in judo, you can be five-time world champion and you can lose to a lower level guy with one step in the wrong direction. So it makes us interesting, but also more stressful. When I, when I think of Europeans, um, this is, this is, I, I saw this on your Instagram. This is what I think of you guys. This is like, I think that this, you're all like this. I think that, like, I imagine all of you in Europe, like, getting in a pool that has a piece of ice over it. <laughs> that was tough, though. Yeah, look at you. I can't tell if the water's hot or cold. Look at this guy screams. This guy screams. Who's that guy? It's my, <laughs> that it's guy my father in low. <laughs> hey, did he, does he ever go in? No. He... That's it for him? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> hey, is that burning your? To, yeah, I was trying to control my breathing and do a proper warm up and control the mind that he was like freaking out from the first second we, yeah, we went out and if you don't control your breathing and your mind, you you will not stay in for long. It stops all the time. Where Not where really is this? Long. It's at the, the house of my parents-in-law. Hey. <laughs> Dude, crazy. Whose idea was it you would go in there? I think it was on uh, Easter or something or, yeah. 
we were just having a family gathering dinner and we look out and oh, the, the pool is frozen. I saw a guy doing it. Uh, I think I can do it too. And then, yeah. We all, hey, is uh, that burning your skin? Is that burning your skin? Like it's so cold it burns your skin a little? Yeah, it's definitely a weird experience. It was the first time I did it. And when you go out, you're, yeah, you, it tingles everywhere and it's, takes like 50 minutes to get back to homeostasis. Hey, look at the end of the pool, how the ice is cut the same shape as the pool. Did you have to push that ice away from the edge so you could climb in? Is that one giant sheet of ice and you pushed it down so you could get in? It was See how the line is perfect? Sheet, yeah. There are just some, uh, the water is flowing in from the other side, so there it doesn't freeze. It only freezes in the middle. Crazy. Yeah, that's what I think. When I think of Europeans, I just think that that's the kind of stuff you guys are just like always doing. Just cold <laughs> no. and swimming around in ice. And Where I'm from in Belgium, it's uh, right now the, in 2020s, it barely freezes like it snows like only one day a year anymore. Before it was more and now it's like only one day. Two days. What do your uh, what do your in laws think about your CrossFit habit? What is excuse me? What is in laws? Um, the, uh, your wife's mom and dad. Ah, uh, yeah, they they love it. They support me in one hundred percent. They are even coming to support me to the game. So yeah, it's crazy. It's. Uh, it's it's nice. They support me. They come to watch the competitions. They yeah. Do do you like that support? Do you like them? Do you like your in laws? You like your uh. Yeah and yeah, I like them a lot. It's, yeah, uh, good family stuff. It's nice to have uh, in laws like this because yeah, if you have to fight or disagree all the time, it's like I think we never had like a, a dispute. No it is. Or like a fight about something that matches well also with her parents and my parents. So it definitely makes a lot of things easy. Hey, um, uh, how, how old were you when you learned English? Uh, I think uh, when I was 10 or 11 years old when I had my first Game Boy and I was playing Pokemon. <laughs> that was the first time I was uh, in touch with English. <laughs> do, do, do you and, think yeah, playing video games cool. helped you learn English? Yeah, of course, because I wanted to beat the game and I didn't understand a single word. So I was on Google Translate all the time. <laughs> wow, that's the first positive thing I've ever heard about video games. I love it. Because now your English is great. You know some big words. I heard you say format and dispute, and your English is, is solid. Okay, thanks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Are those your two languages, uh, Dutch and English? Any others? Uh, French. I also speak French. Um, it's like, yeah, I think French is my least uh, good language. Um, th this guy, Christian uh, Kettler, says um, the dude's hammer was never seen again. 
um, meaning after you went in the cold water, your penis disappeared and it never was seen again. No one ever saw your penis again. <laughs> yeah, in that water, it was uh, even negative. It was in sight, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. That's healthy. That's how that's that's how it, that's how it uh, that's how it should react. That's what a, that's what a um, healthy penis does. This um, look at look at this video here. Um, I was no, look how you get on the bike here. I don't know if if I started the video too soon. Let me see if I can. Um, how do I how do I make it go away and come back? Let's see if I can do this. Look how you get on the bike here from the back like this. I don't. I'm only five foot five. I'm one meter. Uh, <laughs> one meter. <laughs> yeah, I'm just one meter. You're one point nine meters. That that's a that's how a big man gets on a bike, right? Normal people don't get on a bike like that. Yeah, that's for me the most efficient way to get on it. Yeah, the rest of us normal people we get on from the side. You get on from the back. <laughs> I think you can do it. Do no. you adjust the pedals well? I, I'd have to jump. <laughs> hey, um, who's who's your coach, uh, Yella? Uh, Andre is coaching me. Andre Hode from uh, No Shortcuts Training. And and do you ever get to see him? Yes, I went two times to Denmark to train. To have a semi-final prep camp and to train together early this year. Yeah, we have a lot of calls. I saw him at semi-finals. Yeah. I see him often enough, I think. He's he um he's he's got a little bit of a, a scientist vibe to him. Like uh, like he's very serious about his um and meticulous about his uh his job, his position as as the coach. Is that true? Yeah, of course, yeah. It's also a thing I appreciate a lot about him. Like, if he says something or he gives a word or he commits to something, you are sure he will do it, he will reach it, he will get it. It's like, yeah. It means a lot to work with somebody who, yeah, who is like this. I really appreciate that because I'm also like this and, yeah, it matches this way. When, when, and you're new with him, right? Like in the last year? Excuse me, you're new with him? Your, um, your relationship with, uh, Andre Hude is new. Maybe oh, one new, year? Yes, yes. Yeah. And, yeah. We started, uh, December last year. So we yeah, are pretty new, yes. And, and when he sees an athlete like you, it, what does he say? Do you tell him, hey, Andre, I want to go to the games? And he says, okay, I can help you get there. Or does he say, hey, you need to be more realistic. You're too big to go to the games. No, he, it's actually, uh, and, uh, when I started No Shortcuts, I started with a generic program and he directly reached out and like said, hi, welcome to the program. So I think a basic message everybody gets and you have to put in your goals and what you're training and everything and then i put their crossfit games and he's like yeah check out the program for this cycle which was one month and if you need anything or let me know how it was and i liked it a lot and i said to him after one month like 
yeah, it's a cool program. I like it. It's very structured. I know where it's heading to, and but I miss some um, more work on my weaknesses. And then we jumped on a call, and he said, oh, "Your goals are making to the CrossFit Games." I said, "Yes, that's the goal." It's like he didn't doubt it or said it's too high or it was just like, okay, let's make a plan and let's see how it works. And that was that. Yeah, it's crazy if you think about it, but it's so crazy. Um, you're 28. You started when you were 21. When did you have yellow? When did you have aspirations to go to the games? How long were you doing CrossFit before you're like, okay, maybe I want to go to the highest level? I think even before I started CrossFit, when I saw the the next Netflix series and the YouTube videos, it's like, I think I can do that. It would be nice. But then I was too much into cross into judo still. And then a box opens nearby. And then it was like, you do one competition, you do two competitions and you do the open every time and you see like the gap getting closer. And like three years ago, it was like starting to get very close. And then you dial more things in more seriously and seriously. And yeah, still the point now. Um, let, let me use this as a guide. When was the, how long were you doing CrossFit before the first time you did two workouts in one day? one year probably okay so you were addicted quickly yeah 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 for sure it's uh yeah and you see other people training two times a day so we directly think like okay if they do it i think i need to do it as well and right yeah but it was um, in the beginning it was uh, it's built up pro progressively i'm not doing the volume back five years ago that i'm doing now but it's like just starting dialing in morning workouts like one morning workout two morning workouts then three days a week and just some cardio some running then starting some weightlifting in the morning uh, trying out what works what doesn't work and yeah basically what suits my schedule at that time and yeah progressively and i think that's the way to go <laughs> that's always how I work. Uh, Mr. Olson, good morning. Just dropping in to say good morning to Yella. Good morning. Good morning. It, um, good morning. Uh, and, and, and thank you for the money, always. Um, uh, did what? How old were you when your judo peaked, uh, Yella? And it, it had to have been after you started CrossFit, right? And how did CrossFit affect your uh, judo? Did it help it? I think... I sucked pretty hard at judo till the point I was 17 years old. Then I was a national champion. Then I was like, okay, this might work. And then I got picked up by the national team. And then you go to nice training camps and have better trainings. And but Jeff, it progressed and progressed, but uh, till the point that how do you say the sacrifices get too big for the gains I had and yeah then CrossFit came and I wish I practiced CrossFit before much mm. more before because 
like the the picture you showed at the Belgium Championship, I did only one time judo a week and I felt like my best, like not the techniques, they were not like dialed in anymore like before, but like I could keep going. Like, yeah, the, the physical aspect was at my peak there, I think. <laughs> So, so you there wasn't a there was a little bit of crossover, but you wish there would have been more. Yes, I I had some like supplementary training or, or training to the judo, which was a bit of running and a bit of weight training, bodybuilding. But I think CrossFit is a much better addition to judo than training it all separately. Yeah. Um, and, and for people who don't know, um, judo is a pretty serious uh, martial art. It, it's, um, it, you know, you see the best fighters in the world in the UFC. You, you see judo in in so many of the fights. I mean, it's a, uh, it's not a, it's not especially at the level you did it. It's not a wishy washy um, martial art. It, it's a, uh, it's the no, real it's deal. A... I, we, you, you know what's crazy? We don't even have judo in my town. If we had judo, my kids do jujitsu and striking and uh, kickboxing. But if we had judo or sambo here, I would sign them up for that for a hundred percent. Also, it, it's weird that we don't have judo. Do you guys have sambo there? No, sambo is not really common in Belgium. More in, I think there are some clubs in the Netherlands, but this, for example, is less known here. Uh, but judo is very popular. Like in every town, you have a club. And, uh, uh, um, yeah. How about jiu-jitsu? Is jiu-jitsu pretty popular there? In the end of uh, my judo career, like wow, seven, eight years ago, there started to pop up first in the capital, Brussels, and now like also you have pretty much jiu-jitsu, Brazilian jiu-jitsu clubs. Jiu-jitsu, not super much. Uh, Johnny says, I doubt you're going to need a translator for the next guy. You're doing good. I'm telling you, Semenov. No, I watched a bunch of Yella's, uh, podcasts already. His English is amazing. Semenov's English, I think is not so good. Thanks. Semon, can you have Yella pronounce the name of his gym? What's the name of your gym that you go to? Oh, it's, oh. it's a mirror. It's Kortrick. Kortrick. Kortrik. Kort is basically in English uh, short, and Rake is rich, so it doesn't make sense in English. <laughs> short, rich. Short, rich. That's like me. I'm short and rich. I'm short, rich. Short, <laughs> rich. I like that. That should be my nickname. Kortrich. Kortrich. Uh, and um, the although you wish you would have done CrossFit um, sooner as a supplement to your judo career, there's still judo prepared you the discomfort and the struggles that you experienced in judo training made you perfect for CrossFit that you, you training judo at the highest level was extremely, extremely hard. Yeah. It's a, I cannot compare it to others martial arts sport but it's very tough especially the training camps like when you have to spar two times two hours a day it's if you do it the first time you're you're wrecked it's it's crazy <clears throat> um 
would you would you say that your judo career was harder than your CrossFit career? That your judo training was harder? Can you compare them? In terms of uh, it's different. In terms of damage to the body, judo was a lot harder because in CrossFit you only have like the the damage you do to yourself, like the muscle that contract and the, the weights you lift. But in judo you have to contract all the muscles, but you also have the external external damage like all the throws and the falls and the kicks and you cannot kick but there are a lot of kicks and hits and yeah you have a lot of, you have a lot of bruises and itching knees and yeah since i started crossfit i didn't have an injury like a serious injury like breaking an arm or a leg or tearing something right right so in in that view it's easier <laughs> But intensity can be harder in CrossFit. Um, uh, Elise uh, Carradow, she has a question. Um, Yella, am I saying your name right? Yella? Yeah, it's pretty good. Yella? Um, are, by the way, do you rap? Do you do any rapping? <laughs> rapping? No. Yeah, it, no, you don't <laughs> rap at all. Okay. Uh, Elise Carver, are you willing to let Sevon get inspiring behind the scenes footage of you this year? That for some reason these people think that there's a chance I'll be doing the behind the scenes this year. If if I were in Madison, would you uh, talk to me with the camera during the week, uh, Mr. Yella? If it's uh, outside the events, yes. But if it's in the warm up zone, I might be not very talkative. So yeah, that's okay. I'll do all the talking. I'll do all the talking. But if it doesn't affect my performance, yeah, sure. Yeah, the chat. Oh, you're a good dude. All right. Yeah, I, I'm like, I'll, 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 if I'm there, I'll be like a ghost. But if you are like putting the mic when I'm running, then <laughs> I think I will ignore it. Perfect. Perfect. Yes. Are you good at ignoring stuff? I'm good at focusing, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Wow. You understood the question. Fantastic. I love it. Um, uh, who uh, is Huday going there as your coach? Will he be your coach there? Uh, yeah, we do one final week of preparation there and dial him some last physical and mental stuff. And he's also competing, so he will not be like there all the time. But for me, it's fine. And I think in the end. He cannot change or do a lot. He can prepare me the best possible, but once there, if, yeah, you have to do it yourself. Who who will get your coach's pass? My girlfriend, my fiance. And is she, is she prepared to see you? In does she know how to handle you in this situation? By the time Sunday comes, you're going to be a different person. Yeah, she knows how to handle me the best when yeah. she can talk when she cannot talk to me when she yeah it's, it's good we don't have to talk and she knows what to do it uh, i think after 10 years uh, that's the result <laughs> and, and yellow you've never been in a situation like this five days this will be your first time in your life with five days of of intense competition a judo tournaments maybe two days Semifinals is three days. This will be your longest competition ever, right? Most demanding, mentally and physically. Yeah, on paper, yes. Yeah. Uh, 
let's see how it goes. It, it will probably be less volume that we are used to in training, but the intensity will be higher. So it will definitely be interesting to see how the body reacts. Um, Corey Leonard. Uh-oh, I don't know if I'm going to like this comment. Uh, clearly, Yella has never seen the behind the scenes. Sevon does 90% of the talking, and everyone he talks to just pops their pants from what Sevon says. Oh, poops. <laughs> Jeez Louise. Okay. I knew I wasn't going to like that. Yeah, okay. Thank you. Thank you, Corey. Uh, remind me uh, to not have you be my agent. Um, uh, um, have you have you peaked your training yet? Have you had your hardest training day of the year yet? Are you tapering already? Yeah, I think this week will be the last hard week, hardest week, and then from next week on, it will be deload will start, table will start. I'm just finishing touches. I think now in this stage, you can only fuck up or get injured. So, yeah. Are are and and do you feel um you are absolutely peaked? Like when you when you when you climb into bed when you climbed into bed last night were you like yeah this is i'm good this is yeah. i can't wait to take this guy out and for a little test ride yeah exactly i think i'm at the best shape i ever been so i cannot complain the body's holding up and mind is in the right place so i would directly sign to be in this state if i knew it before say that again i didn't understand that you would what I don't know if it's a, an English saying as well. In Dutch, oh. we say we should sign for it. It's like, yeah. You're ready. Yeah. Like the way you would yeah. sign for a package, you're ready. When Bring you it on. Sign a contract. Like if they oh. give you on paper, like, yeah, you feel this, you might, might well be like this. If, do we want it? And then, yeah, I sign for it. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate, I appreciate you trying some, uh, some, <laughs> some, some belgian phrases on us translating english for us um look at you you're like a real athlete you've been sitting too long already you need to you need to get out there and and, and run some laps hey did you almost make it to the games last year but you had a filming debacle that kept yeah. you out yeah exactly uh, i heard it was it yesterday or the day before you had mano on it you touched it already a bit and yeah uh, it's basically we were doing it together with me and Manon and yeah, I wanted to do a redo to maximize my score and to do it as late as possible uh, to maximize my rest. And we were convinced the deadline was the same as the three years before. We didn't check it. So that was 100% on us. And yeah, when we wanted to submit the score, uh, we saw that the time zone conversion is different because some summer and winter time is different in the states and here i think it's two weeks difference when we change it and yeah basically that fucked it up and, and that was for going from quarterfinals to semifinals that was your quarterfinals workout yeah correct do you think you would have made it last year i'm sure because we yeah, it was basically the first day that we fucked up and then we were like a little bit yeah distracted and we knew we would possibly not make it anymore 
but we had still hope like yeah if we explain the situation it's human and they will probably we had like the hope that we that uh, that they would rectify it but yeah so we finished all the workouts we put in the rest of the scores and if we like put in the, the time we were not able to put in you see i was around 30th or something i think it's even higher that i finished this year in quarters so yeah we would have both made it me and mano that's cra- that's crazy that like changes god did you cry from that did you cry go home and cry <laughs> cry not i yeah, it sucked and i was a bit disappointed but first i just wanted to fix it mailing to crossfit hq to adrian and yeah 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 but then once i got like the final mail of like yeah sorry we cannot do anything about it like good luck for next next year then yeah i like yeah not cried but i was a little bit down about it like for two more days and then it was basically I told the story on my Instagram already. I went up to the bathroom and I was like writing games 2023 on my mirror. And ever since then, every time I go to shower, I see this and I lived one year to like one year 30 to this moment. Yeah, one year and a half, sorry. Yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Fucking nuts. I like one year 30. That's good. That's like mixing uh, time domains, days and minutes, one year 30. I like it. A coffee pods and wads. Imagine the feeling of your heart falling through your asshole. This is how Irish people talk. Uh, when you realize you missed the deadline. Yeah, that's, I mean, did you want to get sick if you didn't cry? Did you feel sick to your stomach? It makes a weird feeling in your stomach when you open the submission site and yeah. you see like deadlines closed and it's like, no, it's not possible. Refresh yeah. and yeah, like what? And I had we had basically like already uploaded the videos like six hours before from the yeah. first attempts. Yeah, just because it's a ritual, you finish the workout, you crawl to the iPad and you directly upload it because you don't want technical errors. Yeah, and uh, we sent screenshots. We proved that we did it in the right time. But yeah, we have to submit it in the right time, not just do it. So. Yeah. Crazy. Hey, this this 5K event, is that is that a is that a win for the uh for the t- tall Belgian man? Uh yellow jelly hostess? I was not mad uh, about dropping seeing that event dropped. <laughs> yeah. Uh you've said that it would be nice to win an event and now you see that event. Um little yeah. did you did you do you know what it means to salivate, salivate? It's when, no. yeah it's when your mouth makes water when you see like food yeah it's that yeah yeah uh, you salivate. salivated a little bit you got a little yeah Sa- saliva is that not like the yeah you got a, like drink. you're ready to eat you saw that and you're like okay i was actually just going to run this morning when i saw it so when yeah. I woke up, I saw the event, and then I had a running session planned, and I feel great. I, we just still don't know who the scenario will be. Will they add a rug, or will they put a vest, or... Right. 
I don't know. But cross country, yeah, I like it. Hey, thank you so much for coming on, man. I appreciate it. Yeah. I, I know you're counting every minute, and, and I really appreciate it, and I look forward to meeting you. And um, you're as cool as I thought you were going to be. Man, what a, what a good group of athletes that are going to the games this year. Good people. Yeah, thanks for having me. It was a nice chat. Thanks. Yep, anytime. And, um, and, and hopefully I get to see you in Madison. Yes. All right, brother. You probably will. All right. Thank you. Cheers. Have a good one. Have a nice day. Bye. Jelly Hostess. It's a good dude. You you guys ever see that movie Young Guns? Emilio Estevez has that line: "Smile, I'll make you famous." You know that song? That's it. Um, he would say that to people before he killed them. Let me see. If, I wonder if I can go to YouTube and just get that. Um, Young Guns, smile, I'll make you famous. Oh man, it gives me a four-minute clip. That's my choice. How about just like a? Oh, let's see. Oh, it just says I'll make you famous. I thought there was a. Maybe it's from Young Guns too. He's in the staircase. I thought he was in the staircase. Smile, make you famous. Maybe he doesn't say smile. Does he say smile? Does anyone know? I know. I should have. Hey, I actually planned on asking him. I thought I could get away with it for him. I just forgot. Billy the Kid. Does he say it? Does he say smile and make you famous? Because the only part I could find is I'll make you famous. But I thought there was, and, and it's not it's not where I remember it. I remember him being in a stairwell with a guy. Or like going up some stairs. Hmm. Um, uh, Eaton Beaver, Sevon, what is this? Hopefully, just commit already. Oh, he says I'll make you famous. Are you sure, Matt? He doesn't say. You don't remember smile. Maybe it's Young Guns too. Maybe it's Young Guns too. Let me see. Young Guns uh, dose. Young Guns too. Smile, make famous. Damn, I might have to watch both those. Uh, Darn it. If it's not that, it needs to be that. Young Guns 2 at 42 minutes. Are you fucking kidding me, Andrew? You're a beast. Uh, how would I find Young Guns 2? Oh, Young Guns 2, full movie on HBO or on uh, YouTube. Oh. oh, it's just a... Oh, that's just I'll make you famous, though. Right, Andrew? Dang, you're good. Where where is Andrew? Should I saw it? Oh yeah, there he is. Young Guns two forty two. God, that's such a good movie. Hiller, you like that movie? Oh shit, I'm supposed to be gone, and um, I'm going to skate park. Surprise, surprise. Okay, uh, thanks guys. Um. I can't tell you why I was late today. No smile. 
Yes, no smile. Yes, no smile. How about in the stairwell? It's a hundred against five. For what? The smile part? Or wait, wait. I think it's in Young Guns 3. There's no Young Guns 3, is there? Hiller equals the GOAT. Oh, shoot. I want to be the GOAT. Get to the chopper. All right. Um, I'll see you guys this evening. Uh, Arthur Semenoff and uh, Kelly Baker. You know who uh, I think we have lined up also? Two, two new people. <laughs> Two new people I saw come onto the schedule um, in the last couple hours is uh, Daniel Brandon and uh, I saw another uh, Greg Glassman show come up. That's kind of cool. I always like to see both of them. I feel like I have to redeem myself with Danielle. I'm going to do like, oh, yes, please. Yes, please. I have to do a good, wholesome show with her. Oh, there it is. Okay, talk to you guys later. Bye.